Welcome to the Art of Life podcast. Today we have an amazing topic. It's called the power of thought. <laughs> I let that sink in, the power of thought. So what do you think? Is the power of thought real? Is it possible for us as humans to be able to focus efforts on something and then create something? Is that true? Not true. I don't know. I will leave for you to decide for yourself. I'll just share some of my stories and some of the other things in this podcast. And then, of course, you have your free will and choice around what you want to do and how you think about that. So the story I wanted to share goes back to probably about four and a half years. And this is a time when I wanted to really explore meditation. My life wasn't working out. And I was just looking for ways to find some peace, to get my own answers. And I had a two and a half year old boy. So my son, I had to take care of, which is an amazing thing. But I did not have as much free time. I took him one day to a library, just trying to look at some books on meditation. And my little son wasn't interested at all. Like I just wanted to look at some books and decide which one I would like. I couldn't even find the books because my son was just not happy at that point in time. And so we came back and I made a wish. I went, hey, and this is my conversation with the universe. And I was like, hey, you want me to take this step and if meditation is the real answer, you really need to give me a space where I can be at a library and I can just get maybe 15, 20 minutes to find my books and at least get that. But I don't have right now even that much amount of time where I can go to a library, have a quiet time, pick my books and come back. And then I left it at that, but definitely I had that desire and I was really thinking about it and I really wanted to try. As it happened, my driver's license was about to expire, just the expiry date on it. So I had to get my photo taken again. And I called up the post office. The post office said, no, we can't do this. So you have to go to a services center and you have to get your photo taken there. I just Googled the next destination, the closest service center, and I went there. I took my ticket to wait in queue, and guess what? That was inside a library. So the library and the services center for Australia, they just shared, co-shared a space, and there I was. I had my waiting time. My son this time was at his daycare. I just had to quickly finish all of this and pick him up. But I had the quiet time that I wanted to for then. <laughs> so I got my meditation books and I got to come back and read about all of that and explore, get started on the journey. So it brings us back to the question, is there power in our thoughts? And if so, why is there power in our thoughts? And again, I'm not going to give you the answer for you because it's all debated. And you can see, you can take the answers in life as they relate to you. I'd say this, that we all have an electromagnetic field. 
all our cells in the body, it all has an electromagnetic field. Now there is a double slit experiment. Maybe some of you have heard about it, but this experiment talks about something also called the observer effect. So basically by observing an electron, their path was changed. Now again, as a lot of things in science, this is a little bit debated as well. But think about it. If simply by focusing your attention on an electron, the path of an electron changes, and that's probably something. It definitely has an observer effect. And we are all made up of atoms. We all have that electromagnetic field. There's another scientific theory as well, and that's the placebo effect. And again, like a lot of things, that has its own debate as well. But consider the placebo effect. In the placebo effect, some patients are given an actual pill for their condition. Some patients are not given a pill. They're just given a sugar pill for their condition. And then a lot of them who are taking just the sugar pill, just because they felt that they are taking a pill for their condition, they actually report results. They report an improvement. <laughs> so it begs you to think, is there a power in your thought? Think about what you say to someone to make them feel better. You throw that energy out there when you're wanting to comfort them. And does it transpire? Does it actually make them feel better? Yeah, so that's a question for you. I do believe that we create what we focus on. Sometimes we have a positive spiral and sometimes we have a negative spiral of emotions. Negative spiral of emotions could be, let's say I started my car in the morning and I look at the traffic and I go, oh my goodness, you know, this traffic, nothing's working out for me today. And at least for myself, I noticed that if I was to continue on that journey, then my day doesn't go very well. Generally, what I try and do is absolutely reframe it. And I'll reframe it in terms of gratitude, what that thing is bringing to me, what that lesson is coming. So a positive spiral could be with the same traffic situation. I would go, I haven't had time to meditate today. So the traffic's going really slow. This is the journey that I've got to take. And I have this time now to settle down and I just be in my body and to clean, to get calmer. So it shifts the whole energy rather than trying to blame, rather than trying to go, oh, as if I'm fighting for everything. It brings in that sense of calmness. And there's that sense of gratitude where I feel, oh, the universe is always looking for me. So everything is just working in that pattern as well. So that's how I've used it a lot. And I think I have come to a place where I'm mostly on a positive spiral, like whatever happens. And even if it's something that doesn't quite work how I would have expected it to work, I've come to a place where mostly 
I'll think of the growth that it brings. Maybe I'm not ready for the change. Maybe I don't like the change. Maybe I didn't like what someone did to me or how a situation unfolded. But I will see myself after that time, when that time has crossed, when I've crossed that bridge of getting over the situation, and I'll go, okay, maybe the situation is to show me how to do this better. Maybe the situation is for me to learn how to step into my own power a little bit more. But I just put that spin on it, and it definitely works for me, shows me more growth instead of just looking at everything as obstacles in my life. <laughs> the next question I usually get is around what have I consciously manifested? And this answer will change a lot because it just depends on what I've just manifested maybe some time ago in that present time, near that present time. So if I talk about what did I consciously manifest a few weeks ago, I just had my class on time. I had a class called creating more time for your hobbies. And essentially what we do in the class is we play with the energy of time. <laughs> Sounds complicated, but it isn't. It's a beautiful one hour class. And it's just literally looking at the energy of time. In that class, we played about time for the next week. And we grounded that energy out. And we brought in some gold suns of high vibration to calm our week. So what I put in for my week ahead was I said I wanted to have more time for my hobbies. I absolutely love to paint, but I haven't been painting for really a few months now. I've just been busy. So I definitely put that. I also said I don't want to be so busy and I just don't want to be working so much. <laughs> and guess what? I got that. So in terms of painting, and I'll share some links here. So I did actually end up painting. There was something that my son's school asked for an animal function that they hold. They were looking for some painters. I just took that as a sign. And then I spent some time creating my expression of water. I got my manifestation desire that I really wanted to sit down and paint. And <laughs> you'll see in the pictures that I post that I have this whole place in my living room converted into a studio because these sheets were massive that I was trying to paint, but I had a good fun time painting and expressing myself. So that was great. The other thing I'd asked for in that class was I wanted to have less busy weeks. I wanted to have more of a me connection time. The guidance I got there was around not doing as much in terms of social media, like not just doing that, but doing other things that really fill my cup as well. And it's worked out beautifully. I've now got a whole chunk of time and I've decided to use that more to meditate myself because that is the place where I tune in and get my own answers. That's my connection with me. And then I've tried and I've wanted to just do more of the podcast because that's an expression of me. That's an expression of my voice. And that's something I truly want to do 
is share all of these tools with the world because I do want to share with everybody that it is possible to clear your life, to make it easier, to manifest whatever you want. It doesn't have to be complicated. It can really come in from a nice, good, easy place. Hmm. So I got that. I will put a link to that class called Art Therapy, Creating Time for Your Hobbies. It's absolutely fun and playful. And yes, we play with colors in that one. The purpose of this class is around regaining freedom on time. So doing less to do more. And see if that works for you too. See if that resonates. <laughs> cool. Next question is, how do I manifest? I have done two classes on this topic because I really wanted to share this with the world. They're absolutely open to anybody. There's no condition. The first class is called Start Manifesting Your Dream Life. And the second one, because I wanted to prove that manifesting doesn't have to be complicated you don't have to always sit down for a one hour meditation and do it that class is called speed manifesting your dream life so in that second class i show how to sit down and we do a couple of manifestations in literally one class one hour class <laughs> duh doesn't get easier than that again both the classes that are available to anybody who would like to opt in for them just go in, I'll share the link on the website, on the show notes as well. So you are free to come and enroll. But let's say if you did not have, or if you did not wish for whatever reason to be enrolling in those classes, they are super affordable, but let's say you couldn't, there was something else that stopped you. Then what can you do to manifest? And is it a complicated process? Look, it isn't really complicated because as an example, like when I did this class, creating time for hobbies, I was just writing down the description for that class. I did not even sit down, do anything. And I still had my desire of painting come to life. Like that WhatsApp note just came in and I responded. So I did it without actually sitting down or doing anything in terms of a process when i wanted to go to a library and have 10 15 minutes of spare time undisturbed nobody bothering me that also just happened by itself i spoke with the universe and asked the universe to show me a way and to really help me so i don't think it has to be complicated and even if you didn't do my class i would highly encourage you just to have that conversation with the Supreme Being, with the universe, with the source, with God, however you refer, that's okay. But just have that open dialogue whenever you feel you are in that space. And it can be a really down space as well. It can be a space when you feel really good and tuned into yourself. All of the spaces are okay, but have that conversation and say, hey, look, this is what I want. I believe that whatever you want to manifest just by virtue of you thinking, that's already created, but it's up there somewhere in the spiritual world. And then you have to get into your body as well. And usually your body can have some resistance to it. 
let's say you want to manifest your soulmate, but you might have resistance based on the experiences that you've had previously. Maybe you want it, but you are still afraid of having somebody in your life because the previous events, they trigger you, they bring those feelings where you might have not felt your best, etc. What you can possibly do when you're having those conversations is you can also ask, where am I blocking it? Where am I stopping my manifestation to come to me? What are the fears I have? And I'll give you an example as well. There was another time when I wanted to manifest a job for myself. And <laughs> it came out in a very funny manner because I was really trying to do that. And I was having a conversation with my mom. And she said, well, you're doing all of this work. It doesn't seem to work because you're still not getting your job. And just in that conversation, I blurted out and I'm like, that's because I haven't let go of the thoughts that I hold for this person. <laughs> so you see, somewhere you might know what your blocks are. Maybe just talk it out to a friend. Probably you don't want to talk it to a friend, but just talk to yourself, have a conversation, maybe write it down. What are your fears? What are your blocks? Where are you blocking it? And as you do this, also just think of somebody else's energy as well. Sometimes you want to manifest things for yourself. Sometimes you want to manifest things, let's say, as a family. Let's say you wanted to go on a really beautiful adventure with your partner. But maybe your partner doesn't want it. Or maybe your partner doesn't want to go to the place that you want your partner to go. You see what I mean by somebody else's energy? So... I would suggest that you can just keep your manifestation intentions as neutral as possible because you do want to give the other person their free will as well. They have as much freedom to having life the way they want it as do you. You just give them their free will and their choice as well. So let's say if you wanted to have a really beautiful adventure, you could just say, I would love to have a beautiful adventure with people I love being with. If you wanted to manifest a soulmate, instead of saying, I want this guy living at this floor, you could just say, I want somebody with these qualities like this person in my life. Because then you have more chances of having someone who also wants the exact same thing. But if you just tied down yourself, that one person might not want it. So just keep those things in mind. I hope that helps you play with manifestation a little bit. Hopefully it gives you beautiful tips in terms of manifesting for your own life. I hope you can really enjoy that. You can have your own ideas as well now around the power of thought. You have absolute permission to play. There is no charge for it. The universe doesn't charge. So you can go ahead and have your thoughts, create your thoughts around what you would like to do and then have the universe show them up to you. Okay, I will see you next time. Till then. Have fun, keep grounding, keep bringing in gold suns. Thank you so much for listening to the Art of Life podcast. I couldn't thank you enough. 
I love sharing these messages about improving our life, just playing with meditation and simply reframing our thoughts, having a better life in that process, healing and creating a life that we really want. So thank you, thank you, thank you. If you can, just pop in a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. That really helps other people find it as well. It helps me share this message far and wide with more people around the world. If you wanted to share or listen to some of the resources that I've mentioned in this podcast as well, you can just browse through the show notes or you could also visit the website at artoflifecenter.com. That's where you can also find my upcoming classes. And of course, you're more than welcome to join me and I would love to see you there. So that's it for this time. Thank you again for joining me on the Art of Life podcast. I will see you next week with a fresh new episode. Till then, keep crowning, love your life. Bye-bye.